0: Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. In Luke chapter 17, we read a very interesting thing, an account between Jesus and his disciples, starting in verse 5. It says, And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, Ye might say unto this sycamore tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey thee. But then what he continues to say next, you might think, has little to do with the previous. But believe me, Jesus didn't say anything for no reason. They asked him to increase their faith, so he tells them of an act of great faith. But then continues for the rest of the passage to express to them their need to not become arrogant about it. Because you see, my friend, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's not just that you believe enough for something to happen. It's that he used you to do something because you stepped out in faith on something that the father said. Remember, Jesus said, I don't do anything unless my father tells me. So any time Jesus performed a miracle or a great act of faith the faith was to obey what the father had to say he obeyed his commandments so that the passage continues immediately after telling them that if they have great faith, they could do such mighty marvelous things as to command a tree to be plucked out and cast into the sea. He says, but which of you having a servant plowing or feeding cattle will say unto him by and by when he is come in from the field, go and sit down to meat, and will not rather say unto him, make ready wherewith I may sup?" And gird thyself and serve me till I have eaten and drunk, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. You see, partially Jesus was giving this as an object lesson to remind them that no matter what great and mighty, marvelous works God would cause them to do, that they must always remember to give God priority to serve Him and not expect Him to serve them. The power of grace through faith is not something that we wield, it is something that we yield to. It continues in verse 9 to say, Do you thank that servant, because he did the things that were commanded him? I trow not. So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all those things which are commanded you, say, We are unprofitable servants, for we have only done that which was our duty to do. When God chooses to use you, Remember that it is only his commandments working through you. And seek not attention for yourself. Seek not to be seen or take glory or credit for what he is doing. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Therefore, was it not you, but simply believing what he had to say that allowed him to move in these miraculous ways. So commit yourself to be a servant unto him, which is the true definition of the word minister in the scripture. We all desire to do wonderful, marvelous works. But where is your heart? What is your intention? Is it for attention or ambition or to merely be a faithful and humble servant? Because the point of this parable was to make sure that we understand that we are here to serve God and not him to serve man. Though Jesus himself did, he did it as a demonstration for our exhortation. Doth he thank that servant, because he did the things that were commanded him? I trow not. So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all those things which are commanded you, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have only done that which was our duty to do. In this passage, Jesus was expressing the fact that God expects obedience, but yet does God bless all the more those that are willing to go the extra mile. In this passage, Jesus instructs his followers to take an attitude of humility about their obedience, not expecting praise or for God to serve them but to consider it their duty to prioritize and serve Him. God will reward all men according to their labor of obedience, but in actuality they really cannot take credit for it or ownership of it when they were merely following His commandments. For it was not their greatness that attained anything, not their resources, nor their strength or ability. But their masters lent unto them to complete the task that he had given them. They were simply tools in his hands, servants obeying his commands. It was his wisdom, his resources, his grace, his ability, and he deserves all the praise, thanks, and glory for it daily. Don't allow the enemy to cause you to become prideful or claim a working of God as your own. For we each have a part to play to do the will of the whole. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 5 says this, Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. You see, when we are obedient to play our part in the work of the Lord, we will receive an eternal reward. But we must remember that we will not receive it. Alone. We may have reaped and another sown. We may have led that person in a repentance prayer, but someone tilled that ground in tears for years before we got there. We built upon foundations laid by other men's labors and brag about a house that could not stand but for the work of God and of other men. Let us remember this, lest we lose our reward and promise for arrogance. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 8 tells us this, Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive in his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry ye are God's building according to the grace of God which is given unto me as a wise master builder I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon but let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon for other foundation can no man lay than that which has already been laid which is Jesus Christ God works in a body Moving and speaking and breathing through many, so that no one man can claim glory, but he only. He also works generationally, so that no one body can claim responsibility for the work that he is doing. I thank God for how he uses me. I do not expect him to thank me, because I know that he could use anybody. It is him alone that gives me the strength and ability, and for that I thank him daily. Yet do I also know that what he does through me has more to do with the faithfulness of those who came before me and those he has placed around me than it does with my own ability. There are generations of faithful ministers in my family who have built a firm foundation for me to build on. And I labor to leave the same legacy in the generations that will continue building after me. After all, we are working for the good of God's family and not the individual, so that our work is neither of us nor for us. But it is a labor of faith and love in obedience to build something greater than we can imagine or construct in and of ourselves. For we are but humble servants, working in and building up God's house. John chapter 4 verse 36 says, And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And herein is that saying true. One soweth, and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor. Other men labored, and ye are entered into their labors. So today let us put the lie of the enemy away that tries to say that our labors are either in vain because that we do not see the fulfillment of the seasons from sowing to reaping, or that says that we are worthy of thanks for our obedience in bringing in a harvest that someone else planted and another cultivated in past seasons. We all rejoice together with God for the perfect work and labor of love that he has done and bestowed the great honor of partaking in With us. He alone is worthy of the praises because He alone brings the increase. He alone can send the rains down and bring that dead seed to life. We can plant it and we can collect it, but only once that He has resurrected it. So pray to the Lord of the harvest and when He answers, equips. And uses you to labor for him in the fields. Give him all the glory for it. So today we pray thank you Lord for using us. For speaking to and through us. For equipping us and those around us. For the faithfulness of the generations that came before us. For your wisdom that sets a stage and makes a way where there is no way. For all the moving of your hand around us that we don't see happening that leads to the moment that you use us. For every other laborer in the seen and in the unseen that play a part in everything that you are doing. For every tear, every prayer, every sacrifice, every obedience, every selfless act of grace, every mercy, kindness, forgiveness, perseverance, everything done by everyone working together as a whole to achieve the mandates of the kingdom of God. There is no one hero but Jesus. There is no one deserving of glory but the King. There is but one who is worthy of thanksgiving. Let us walk in humility and give all honor to him, knowing that we can do nothing without him or the rest of the body that he is using. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 13, For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly, than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another, having then gifts differing, with cheerfulness, let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another, with brotherly love, in honor, perfecting one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. O God, help us to be humble servants. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.